Podcast brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors. First off, Par Hopper Golf Apparel. Thank you, Jay Piper, for hooking us up with some sick polos for the Creative Events Golf Tournament that we just got back from playing in in Nashville, Tennessee. We got a lot of uh, really good compliments on them. So uh, thank you, dude. Mr. Bruce Thompson, who is running for Labor Commissioner. Uh, just a really big thank you. Y'all please get out and vote for that fella. If it was not for him, we could not have went and done uh, our last little trip here to Nashville. Thank you, sir. Uh, also, shout out to Miss Ashley. Thank you for all that you do. Uh, you've helped a lot. Thank you. Um, let's see. Who else we got going forward? Nobles Networking, Two Pilots Distillery, Mr. Jason at Project K9 Hero, uh, Mega knife co at instagram go check those guys out this month uh gridiron coffee and uh i think that's it besides for our distribution and management company red circle thank you for putting some change in my pocket hey if you want your ad read um or you just want to be a sponsor of the josh terry podcast we take local businesses we take national businesses uh we're a top one percent show in the entire world that is downloaded so just hit me up on social media on instagram or snapchat at jl terry 87 at either one of those and uh, i'll hook you up with a really good deal to get your ad playing on here we'll acknowledge you uh you can send me some merch a uh, little paycheck too doesn't hurt gotta get some bills paid around this son of a bitch and um yeah, you can be part of the Josh Terry podcast and everything that we stand for on the show. So, before we get into today, what we're going to be talking about, I just want to say thank you to all of those, once again, that made our last trip to Nashville happen. I just got back. If you can't tell, my voice is damn near gone. Uh, I'll be doing the show today by myself. Uh, I've got some really cool shit to share with y'all from the trip um some very special stories some heartfelt stories and um i just want y'all to know that we really really got touched while we was out there this time being a part of everything with creative vets and uh that's how we're going to start this off today and hey i can't forget uh my boy mr dustin heron eddie bolden and uh mr sean monk we came up uh they came up and played in the uh golf tournament it was the first time eddie and sean had ever been up in nashville and uh, i think they're still recovering but we had a damn good time that's for sure dustin lives there of course a uh, singer songwriter extraordinaire y'all make sure y'all look him up on social media if you hadn't already we ended up shooting not that it really mattered we ended up shooting nine under 
uh, well, Eddie and Monk did, and Dustin. Uh, I had about 10% of the shots. They all, the rest of them probably accumulated for 90%. But I drove one of the greens and had a couple really nice shots outside of that. But uh, John Daly and Kid Rock on that course, so the fact that I drove a green at one of their courses is fucking awesome. Um, at a par of four, by the way. That's why it's cool. Um, but <clears throat> even though we had a lot of stuff go on, what was important about this whole trip was going to check out Creative Vets. We had them back on the show in January. Um, and the second that my guy, Mr. Jesse Wayne Taylor, got us involved uh, with finding out what Creative Vets was, I've just been smitten by them. There's no other word. Um, their whole mission, Mr. Richard's mission, uh, Kyle and everybody else over there, um, y'all please go look them up, by the way, on all social media platforms that at Creative Vets. Um, they take men and women who have been injured in combat um, or who have, uh, have mental health issues. And when, when therapy isn't working anymore, when the medication isn't working anymore, when somebody's just lost in life, they help them get their trauma out. They help them get their pain out in a musical form or into actual artwork. And I had the absolute privilege of meeting them back in January. And like I said, they just have stole my fat ass little heart. And clearly after I saw the turnout at the golf tournament, uh, they've stole everybody's fat ass little hearts and skinny little hearts uh from just about damn near everywhere to be honest with you uh it was very overwhelming and i want to give a big thank you to to some very very special people um sunday from five to eight they had an art gallery to where you could go and you could meet some of these people who had made artwork with creative vets or had made some of the songs. Um, and when I say made some of these songs, let me explain it to you. They get creative vets. Their job is like Jesse Wayne Taylor. He's one of the guys that's kind of helps with us in charge of this. Um, he takes these vets and kind of pulls a song out of them, listens to their story and, figures out how to get it down on paper, then they get hooked up with an artist. And you got to meet where the story starts the other night. Well, I invited several people from Nashville that I knew that was there. And uh, my guys that were there for the golf tournament, some of my down-home boys and everything. And let me tell you, I couldn't be – more proud of my friends that showed up, and I couldn't be more aggravated with those that didn't. Uh, we'll get into the aggravation part in just a second. Because uh, if I'm going to speak on the good, you son of a bitches know I'm going to speak on the bad. So I'll get on my soapbox in a second. But, um, but Travis and Caroline from the Dirty Prescott Kids, they were just on the last show. They've been on a couple shows with us now. They drove all the way down from Wisconsin to help out with a music video for our friend 
J.C. Anderson, which we'll talk about again in just a little bit because I'm going to play you that song. Um, but they were supposed to go back to Wisconsin on Sunday, and uh, they wanted to stay around, and they wanted to see what a good cause this was and meet some of these people. And their brand doesn't have anything to do with veterans. They love America. They love having a good time. But that ain't what they do. And they just love this country so much, and they love just everything about that kind of stuff. Even though, like I said, it's not their actual brand, they decided they were going to stay around and go meet with them. And uh, you too, I just want you to know, if I wasn't already a fan of you, uh, just as people, not necessarily what you put on social media, um, even though I like that too, as a person for both of y'all. Uh, you both are just amazingly good people. And the fact that y'all decided to stay later than you had to, it means a whole hell of a lot to me. Uh, just for the simple fact that it showed just what good damn people you are. Uh, Miss Anna, you're a pretty fucking ass. Um, I want to tell you thank you. Uh, Miss Anna, somebody getting to know. Um, she's a badass. And um, she uh, she came down for the video, came down to hang out and everything. And uh, she uh, she definitely, uh, Creative Vets isn't her brand at all either. Um, she's more of like a model and everything else. And when I told her what Creative Vets was, she was like, I definitely want to do this. And was kind of shocked by it. was like, okay, well, that's fucking awesome. I would love for you to go with us to do it. That's, that's cool as hell. And uh, even though her flight was Sunday, she changed her flight to where she could go do it. And uh, she gained a whole lot of respect from me because she did do that. She changed her whole schedule and uh, inconvenienced the shit out of herself so she could go stand up for what's right and go support what's right. And that is just the coolest damn thing to me that when somebody you don't expect to do something like that does it and then you got people that you expect to do it because it is their brand doesn't and it wouldn't have inconvenienced them um mr dustin heron he uh he just got done playing a show at live oak uh with justin dukes and uh, even though justin had another show to go to um he couldn't uh just our dustin heron he uh he went with us and uh, he met with some of them, and I think Dustin, hopefully he's volunteered his time to be riding with some of these veterans. So it shows what a good heart and what a good musician, uh, just a good fucking person Dustin Heron is. Um, Eddie Bolden and Sean Monk and both of their old, old ladies, they went. And they read the artwork, and they saw what uh, we they came up to play in the golf tournament for and, and everything. So I just want to say for all you guys that went, I very, very much appreciate it. Now, this is where I'm going to get pissy towards people. There are people that I know were in Nashville. I'm not singling anybody out because there are several people that are in Nashville that I see on social media that I invited that uh, live in Nashville. Some don't. And I just want to tell you all this. The reason why you motherfuckers and nice people that might have just been a little tired or whatever you are get to do social media reason why you get to do old ticky talky and all the other bullshit you get to do 
is because of these veterans that have lost limbs, that have been put in a wheelchair, that are paralyzed. These are the people that have given you the ability to do the stupid shit that you do. And what kind of really frustrates me is some of y'all constantly post about how great this country is. It is a great country. Some of y'all post about how we need to stand up for what is right, for the old red, white, and blue. And all this other stuff, how we need to support our troops and all this kind of shit. But you can't fucking inconvenience yourself to come see veterans. But you can inconvenience yourself to go make a fucking TikTok with people. That's how people lose my respect. Not saying that somebody has completely lost my respect. Because I always give people second chances. I always say, hey, make me feel wrong later on. Make me feel like I was wrong and you can make it right. I try not to lose my faith in people unless I just think you're a complete fucking idiot. And all I'm going to say, and then I'll move on because I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. If your brand is all about this country, then you better fucking do something outside of making money off of people that made this country what it is. If you don't go and you don't raise money and you don't go shake the hands of our vets and you don't fucking give back or at least go show your face and show your respect, then fucking change the name of your business. Or, you know, just make fucking videos about something else. Anybody that profits off of our military that didn't serve in our military for one better be doing everything that they fucking can to give back and show their respect. And if you don't see where that's fucking wrong, then I can't fucking help you. I ain't got shit for you. I literally, I really ain't got shit for you. Show your fucking respect. Um, I didn't serve, as I've said it several times on the show. The reason why I try to go above and beyond to show my appreciation to these organizations like Creative Vets, like Mission 22, to bring awareness to things. Sometimes I make shit awkward. Sometimes we have to do sad shows. Not every fucking thing I can do can be happy. Not everything that I can do in my life can just be, oh, jolly Josh. Some shit's got to be heartbreaking. Like the song I'm going to play y'all in just a minute. It's a heartbreaking fucking song. The reason why I'm going to play it is because at Creative Vets the other night, I got to fucking shake this guy's hand who is responsible for this song. But before we get into that, at the Creative Vets golf tournament, we got to meet Jelly Roll, Cole Swindell, um, Aaron Lewis, if y'all don't know how big of a fan of Aaron Lewis I am, oh my God, I am one of the biggest fans of Aaron Lewis ever, and 
it was one of the coolest moments ever to sit there, tell him why I got fired from country radio. I used to play his shit on the radio all the time. How he's been one of the biggest influences in my life as far as standing up for what you believe in and doing it in a way to where if somebody don't like it, fuck them. Fuck them. You got to live and die on that fucking sword. And then what was cool is he was just a nice Siggy B. Found out we had the same score at the end of the day. And, uh, God, it was it was awesome. One of his teammates, by the way, guys, was uh, Dan Tremisky. He's got 14 fucking Grammys. He played with Allison Krauss, and I got to talk to him for a little while. And I was sitting there like fangirling over him, too, because if you don't know, he's the guy who sings Man of Constant Sorrow from My Brother, Where Are Thou? He's the one who wrote it. And it's just like, are you shitting me? How am I around these people? Uh, I mean, you had so many people that were at this tournament. Um, so it just shows the love and support that creative vets get. And they said this year they raised over $100,000. Last year they did like $70,000. And uh, so please look up creative vets and everything. Funny story. Um, I saw Aaron Lewis after the tournament was over, and he was in the taco line. And uh, I went up, I was getting tacos, and right behind him, we started bullshitting, and this girl comes up. And uh, she didn't know who he was. And I'm not sure who she was, but uh, she was with there with Creative Vets, and she was just bullshitting and talking with him and everything. And um, and she's like, yeah, it's hard, to be in, it's hard being a songwriter here in town and all this kind of stuff. And he's just nodding his head because uh, – if you have never seen Aaron Lewis in person, um, he's a little bit shorter than me. Um, he's just a normal fucking dude. Just a normal, normal dude. And uh, me and him was talking about how he played and everything. He was telling me he, th- he thought he had the longest drive of the day. And, of course, then I get in a dick measuring competition with him, which I thought for a second that he's going to hate me. I was like, yeah, I drove a par four. Uh, I didn't want to sit there and tell him that Sean Monk fucking – Hit about two or three bombs that went about, I don't know, 20 yards longer, 40 yards longer than mine on that par four. But, hey, uh, drove a green at John Daly and Kid Rock's course. So I'm happy the rest of my golf life about that one. And uh, anyway, so they get to talking, and by the time the conversation's over, she asks his name. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm Aaron Lewis. And the woman's like, oh, well, it's very nice to meet you, Mr. Lewis. She goes, I'll sit down. Well, he goes and sit at this table with all these fucking badasses. And uh, I go sit down and eat my food with some other folks. Um, by the way, shout out to the app. I got to meet them while I was there. We should write sometime. Uh, y'all go look them up. The app is called We Should Write Sometime. They're going to be coming on the show real soon. Um, got to holler at them for a little bit. Hopefully, uh, we'll be doing some shit with them soon. Um, besides them just coming on the show, this was a great networking opportunity and, uh, appreciate my guys, Eddie and Sean and, and, uh, Dustin for all helping out every time I had to network. Uh, they did a fucking absolutely wonderful job. They were just as professional and awesome as they could be. But, um, so we're sitting there and then Jesse Wayne Taylor goes up to talk to Aaron and he kind of signals me over there so we could keep running his mouth. And I started telling Aaron, like a little bit more of my story, kind of wanted to know. And then Jesse has to like just be an asshole 
And he's like, yeah, Josh just started riding. I just got him into it. And I was like, please don't do that. Like, you can't sit there and say that I just started riding anything to fucking Aaron Lewis. And Aaron was like, what made you want to start? And I kind of told him, like, the background on it. And for all those who don't know, um, back when I was younger, like back in middle school and shit, um, I was picked on for uh, writing poetry. I had got a poem that was published in Young Poets of America. And they announced it over the intercom one day. And uh, I played, I can't remember if it was a baseball team or a football team. I think it was a baseball team. Seems like my baseball buddies were a lot more ruthless than the football team. Uh, but when they did, like the baseball team was, uh, even though they probably meant it in a friendly way, they were like, oh, you're such a faggot. Like stuff like that. They were just ruthless. Ruthless. And they made it to where I never wanted to ride again. And um, Aaron, he was so cool. He was like, hey, I just want you to know, I was in the fucking chorus. I got picked on for being in the chorus by people like that. And I thought about it. I was like, do you know how fucking cool that is? That Aaron Lewis went from being in the chorus in middle school, getting picked on about that, to where just a few short years later, he was the lead singer of fucking Stain. Doing It's Been a While, I'm on the Outside, and all that kind of shit. And it really hit me hard. Because I really got to thinking. It's probably the people that picked on him. It's probably those bullies. It's probably the people that were so insecure with themselves. That made him who he was. And built like this fucking anger inside of him. That made him write the songs that he wrote. That he's still writing. That just put him in a position to become one of the best fucking rock singers of all time. And now, with the state of this world, one of the best country singers and writers, in my fucking opinion. Um, so when he said that, I just I just loved it. And uh, he was just nice to be. Probably talked for about 30 minutes. It's a conversation that I will literally cherish the rest, the rest of my life. And that's... Uh, I just I was from ear to ear smiling and grinning like a jackass eating briars. Um, that's not what the day was about though. The day was about creative vets. But it's gonna roll back around to Aaron Lewis right here. So if you hear in the background right now, which I don't know if you can, it's kind of funny that it's playing. On Sunday night before the golf tournament on Monday morning, I got to meet the guy that inspired the song They Call Me Doc. They Call Me Doc is about a corpsman. And this corpsman is someone who came to Creative Vets when the rest of the therapies wasn't working for him. And he tells his story. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell it all. I want you guys to go look up Creative Vets. But this guy's story was so good. That when Creative Vets heard it, they turned it into a song, and it's called Call Me Doc. And this song ended up being covered, or not, I guess not covered. The song ended up being uh, put out, not only by Creative Vets, but also um, by Aaron Lewis and Vince Gill. So, instead of me just sitting here telling you about it, I got permission to throw it in to the show. So I want you guys to all enjoy right now 
a little piece of creative vets. It's called They Call Me Doc. And you're hearing it right here, right now, on the Josh Terry Podcast. They call me Doc, but I ain't got no degree. When the shit hits the fan, they're calling for me. From bluegrass Kentucky, with red blood on my hands, nobody calls me hero except for my friends. Yeah, I woke up from dreams. To find out that they were real Well, I can tell you how it went But I can't tell you how it feels Cause I've seen it all I helped heroes who fall And pick them up till they stand tall And I've been in the field And worked down to the bone to make sure all my brothers get back home I've shed the smiles, I've shed the tears Swore they'd make it out of here When they scream, please make it stop They call me Doc They all know my name Cause stitched on my chest and it hangs on this chain You won't read it in the paper Or see it on the TV But I don't need no fame That's fine by me Yeah, when they're broken, bruised I know just what to do My job always starts When their job is through yeah, I've seen it all Helped heroes who fall Pick them up till they stand tall And I've been in the field Worked down to the bone To make sure all my brothers get back home I've shared the smiles shed the tears swore they'd make it out of here when they scream please make it stop they call me dark they call me Shit hits the fan, they're calling for me. From bluegrass, Kentucky, with red blood on my hands, nobody calls me hero 
except my old man. Yeah, they call me Doc. If that right there don't tear on your little heartstrings, folks, I don't know what will. Uh, <clears throat> first time I heard it. And then you go to Creative Vets and you see all the artwork on the walls and you see everything that they do. It's ridiculous. It is... It makes you want to be a better person. It makes you want to uh, be a better patriot. It makes you want to... It makes you want to do so much. It makes you want to... Uh, it also makes you want to cuss out the fake-ass patriots, by the way. Uh... It makes you want to put people in their place. That's kind of why I got on my soapbox a little bit earlier about you can't have people that are profiting off of some of these brands in this country that aren't giving back to organizations like that. You know, I'm not like a huge donor. Uh, you know, it cost us a good bit to go up there, and we gave them some money. Um but that was mostly because of y'all with the, the truck raffle and everything that we did. But I'll go ahead and tell you guys, like, in all seriousness, we're not somebody that just constantly donates to organizations like that. The way that I help is there's veterans that reach out to us and we try to give back to them. Uh, the way that I help an organization like that is I try to share their message. I try to share how people can get involved so y'all please 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 um please go look up people like them please go look up what they do how they do it how you can help and understand that just because you might not have money doesn't mean that you can't help somebody that was willing to literally literally make the ultimate sacrifice for you that's why i get so fucking pissed off i'm pretty sure that uh caroline and travis and anna had to hear me bitch the other day uh about some people and it's just because I get so sick and tired of seeing some of these people on social media. And this was literally about nobody in Nashville, by the way. This wasn't, this wasn't about anything to do with that situation. About people not coming to uh, the studio, Creative Vet Studio, the other night. This is about something completely different. <clears throat> I'm very transparent. If I'm going to call somebody out, I'm going to be rude. I'm going to be rude. <laughs> kind of let you know who you are. Um, but also, hope you fix it. Um, but anyway... You got motherfuckers that you follow on social media. Ask what good do they do? Ask what are they doing to help this world? Like, and then ask when you buy a shirt from them. Ask when you're sitting there and they're doing those battles. Or they're doing God knows what. You know, ask why. They were telling me there's like, several folks now that are on there that like somebody's being accused of like not giving money to some kid with cancer like fuck those people I'm not somebody that you want on the bad side of you 
Because I'm willing to risk my podcast, my social media platforms, my everything. I will lose every bit of whatever I've got to make you look like a fucking asshole that you are. You know why? Because the people that were in that room the other night were willing to risk their fucking lives for us. And you've got, you've got, let me say it again, you've got to start paying attention to who you follow. And you've got to start asking the question, is this person adding any good into this world? Am I helping make the world a better place by donating to this person and what they do? Or am I just part of the fucking problem? And this comes from somebody who used to lie, who used to steal, who used to be very fraudulent. I've learned. And the reason why I've learned is because I've had to look these men and women in the eye that have made it possible for me to do my fucking job. I have to have debates with folks all the time about you have to let people who have complete opposite views speak. And they're like, why? Why do you have to let somebody who has a complete opposite view of you speak? Because a veteran one time told me that it served this country for 20 plus years. They said, I didn't just put my life on the line every single day so you could fucking say what you wanted to say. I did it so they could too, and you have to respect that. If you go back and listen to the podcast I did last week for a lady with the lady that's running for governor here in uh, Georgia, Candace Taylor, you'll see right there where I literally had a big disagreement with her at the end about professional athletes. Like, you have to allow people to say what they're going to say and stand up for what they believe in, but you ought to be able to do the same damn thing. And some of these folks aren't doing fucking nothing besides standing up for themselves. And I ain't got no fucking respect for that. None. Zero. They're just doing a little fucking dancey dance. Lying. Being cunts. (laughs) And making an ass out of you and me. And they're making an ass out of the people who they say they represent, but they don't fucking represent them. People that they say represent probably fucking dislike them just as much. If you can't tell, I'm salty about it. (laughs) By the way, before I transition into the next topic, I want to give a big shout out once again to Mr. Bruce Thompson. Last week I was awarded with a Georgia Senate resolution. All y'all can go Google right now. Georgia Senate Resolution 489. Afterwards, I found out this. I posted it on TikTok, and I had several people that have been in media for 20, 30 years. Tell me they don't have one of these. And uh, Mr. Bruce, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I knew it was special when you gave it to me, but uh, I didn't... It's even more special now. I'm literally a legend in Georgia. 
I've got something that program directors don't have. I've got something that many people don't have. But I want to read y'all the coolest line in here. Okay? This is why this is special to me. It talks about me a whole lot of it. Like, it gives me... Um, Right here for my mini, it says for working for years in broadcast, uh, talking about me launching the podcast and being successful. But this right here is what's awesome. And I want y'all to go read it. So read the whole thing. It's, all you got to do is type in on Google. It's Georgia Senate Resolution 489. But this line right here. Terry has brought to the attention of hundreds of thousands of listeners information about organizations that help the United States military veterans who have sustained combat injuries and mental health traumas associated with service and combat zones the reason why i got this right here is from helping our veterans i don't care about the rest of it i mean i do i mean i appreciate them acknowledging this old georgia boy little farm town kid being in the top one percent in the world and podcasting and they had to do the research by the way that's what bruce was telling me they were like we had to look all this up before you do that. And they were like, we kind of thought you were full of shit. He's messing with me. Uh, so the fact that they did the research and looked it up, it was even cooler. Uh, they're like, good, good job, son. Good job. Uh, but when that's what you're acknowledged for, is for helping others, it makes up for all the past mistakes in my life, to be honest with you, I feel like. And uh, I'm damn proud of it. And so, uh, Mr. Bruce, I just wanted to acknowledge you again. And uh, that is why I'm salty. is because you got people that are profiting off of people who serve this military, but then they're doing nothing for the military. Uh, veterans, they're kind of dickheads in my, my opinion. Um, so just be careful who you follow on social media and ask yourself, should I support them? Or shouldn't I? Uh, so, let me tell you about the rest of my weekend. I say weekend, but I got to Nashville last Wednesday. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, first night I'm there. What did I do the first night I was there? It seems like I can't remember. Something to do with Lee Tucker's fat ass. Uh there was a riders round. What riders round was it? Anyway, Lee Tucker was at a riders round. I can't remember who I was playing in it now, but I know it was good as fuck. Uh, and then after that, I believe I went. Oh, never mind. Know exactly what it was. I went to the local. Uh, if y'all have not been to the local, I got to meet the owner of it too, and uh, pretty sure we're going to end up doing a live podcast from the local during the afternoon one day. And shout out to Hastings. Um, he's the owner of Live Oak. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it in a few minutes. I'll be doing a show from there. Hopefully, next time I go back up there, well, we've talked about it a couple times, but uh, definitely want to do one there now, one afternoon. Uh, such a fucking cool place. So is the locals. Two of my favorite places to go to. Started off at the local. Lee Tucker was part of uh, Mr. Blue Foley's Riders Round, and it was just. Just baller after baller after baller that was up there. Uh, Miss Pearl and me were hanging out that night. Shout out to Pearl and her stupid-ass outfit that she had on. Uh, Pearl, thank the world of you, darling. Um, I remember that long-ass talk that we had in your car 
Uh, just remember, stay real, motherfucker. Stay real. You're a badass in my eyes. Um, little less glitz and a little bit more you, in my my opinion. Um, but me and Miss Kimberly Atwood uh, and, and Tucker had a couple drinks, like always. And then uh, I believe Nick Haynes was there as well. And uh, it was just a it was just a great time. Um, and I got to meet Mr. Bobby Pinson. That's kind of where this story's going. If you don't know who Bobby Pinson is, look him up. He's got several number ones. He's got his own little publishing company, I believe, or studio there. Um, after the local, uh, he, Bobby Pinson's kind of like a legend up there, if you don't know. And uh, after the local, ended up at Red Door. And uh, ended up getting to talk to my guy, Vaden, and several other folks at Red Door. And Bobby sitting at the table with them. I got to sit down and have a long talk with Bobby. Uh, next thing you know, Bobby fucking Pinson and Vaden invite me back to Bobby's studio where I get to sit to an old boy like me. I feel like I'm sitting in like, I don't know how to tell this. It's almost like you're sitting in like a legends like studio. It's like what I inspire to be with like my show. And I just absolutely was mind blown. And trying to explain that to folks that aren't as passionate about music, it's hard. Uh, but we, for four hours, there was a dude there. I wish I'd have got a social media information. His name was Skinny, all I remember. Dude was fucking murdering it. Um, it was just such a good time. And hearing Bobby tell some stories. Bobby's got a song called Shave. And uh, pretty much the whole premise of a song, I'm going to get a little bit wrong, uh, song uh it really it really hurt me because uh, i lost my papa back in uh at christmas morning and um and uh anyway it's about daddy teaching him to shave at the beginning of the song and then the very last part of it is his daddy's on his deathbed dying and he wanted his daddy to shave him one more time and um when I tell you it's a damn gut punch, it's a gut punch. Not to mention, uh, he was drinking the same thing as me. I think he was drinking Crown and Sprite or Crown and whatever. And he makes his drinks the way I make my fucking drinks. And uh, wowzers. Was not sober by the time uh left there. What was funny is after the golf tournament, too. Uh, they had a VIP thing for Whiskey Jam, and if you played in the golf tournament, you got to go, and I got to run into Bobby again and uh, Vaden, and I was telling him, I was like, look, when I left your studio the other night, my phone was about to die, and I walked outside. I told him I'll buy. I walked outside to call a lift. I couldn't get a lift for like an hour, and I was like, fuck. Uh, so I just called one of my friends to come get me instead. And uh, it was going to take them a little bit to get there to come get me. So I was going to go back inside, sit down and drink because my phone was about to die. I was, they were still going. It was like 7 o'clock in the damn morning. And, uh, of course, because it's a nice studio, has an automatic fucking lock on the door. And my phone fucking died as I was trying to call Vaden. Guess what? I was so embarrassed I didn't want to go. I didn't want to knock on the door real loud. They're not playing music in the back room. They couldn't fucking hear it. 
And uh, I was super scared. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do here? And I didn't want to be like the creepy guy that was going to walk around to the fucking, uh, to the studio window next to him and like knock on it. Be like, hey, I locked myself out. And uh, he just laughed or whatever. By the way, he was uh, talking to uh, one of my faves, Miss uh, uh, Casey Tisdall. Such a fucking badass. Y'all should look her up. Uh, sorry I interrupted y'all's conversation. I think I was really drunk and I might have been kind of rude about it. I just didn't realize it till later on. Um, whiskey Jam was... For the little bit I stayed. It was pretty cool. Uh, that was Wednesday night. Thursday night. What did I do? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think I just drank a lot. What did I do Thursday? Son of a bitch. I have no idea. It seems like I just went and hung out with Blaine. Uh, I hung out with Blaine Bunning a lot. Blaine is my fave. To go watch as far as like full band. Uh, he just puts on such a fucking good show. Dustin Heron does too. That's where we went Saturday. Um, sorry, I'm not Saturday, Friday night. He got to play full band Friday night at Live Oak. And I don't usually get to see Dustin do full band. But when he does it, he fucking murders it. Dustin does such a fucking good job, and his originals are sick. Y'all make sure you look up Dustin Heron's originals. Uh, that curly-headed fuck can really throw down. Um, we had such a good time. And he had, like, Mark Orient and Nick Haynes and Lee Tucker and I think Ben Marshall opening up for him. And uh, they all did such a good job. Look up all those guys' uh, music. Um, Meth Mark did a great job. Nick and Lee did. Um, not too familiar with Ben. Ben was pretty fucking solid too. And, uh, that was just such a fucking good night because it was the first night that Eddie Bolden and, uh, Sean and their old ladies got to be there and they had never seen a riders round and they fucking, I really think they really, really enjoyed it. I really do. It was just it's so different when you get to see a riders round for the first time and you get to like really experience it. Like you get to experience the art of music. That is why I love Nashville, man. That is why I love these songwriters. That's why I am just, I'm hooked on music even more than I've ever been in my life. It's just the fucking vibe of it. It's just the fucking people. And I'm just blessed to have the friends and everything that I do. It's uh, it's just fucking it's special, man. And um, they're they're fucking awesome. What did I do Thursday? I'm still trying to figure this shit out because it seems like I did something really really fun and met some cool ass people Thursday. And uh, for life of me, I I don't I don't know what it was. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Then uh. Shout out to, uh, I think it was Welltail Productions. Um, we uh, we did the music for JC on Saturday, uh, the music video for JC. Thank you, Miss Brianna, uh, for coming to be our bride. Demps was supposed to be our bride, but she's had a little run of it late, so y'all say some prayers for that sweet young lady. Um, so uh, Brianna filled in last moment, and uh, she did a good job. I cannot wait to see that video. That is where, before I talk about anything else that I'm about to do, uh, I want you guys to hear. Oh, before that, Mr. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Dustin Heron. He has got a new EP that's coming out. 
real, real soon. And I'm going to tell y'all, y'all can go pre-order the shit now. Uh, I'm looking for it right now to make sure I don't give y'all the wrong. There it is, Acquired Taste. Acquired Taste releases May the 10th. Uh, y'all can go look for it. And uh, it sure is. Hey, you can go pre-order it now. Um, when I tell y'all this is a good-ass album, this is a good-ass album. He's got a song on it that he played the other night at the show. It's called Same Devil, Different Demons. Uh, it's my favorite shit that he's done so far. Dustin has uh, become one of my really, really good friends in the past two years. We got a lot of the same uh, ideas about life, uh, same beliefs, not the same work ethic. Uh, he works a whole lot harder than I do. He's just a really fucking good guy. And uh, I'm blessed to have known him. He is uh, he's just good. He's got a good heart. And uh, rolling back to the creative vets thing, he volunteered. He volunteered with them to help veterans write songs. And uh, when somebody does that, or something along those lines, it just is special to me. So, Dustin, I know I give you a lot of shit, but I'm proud of you and everything that you're doing, brother. Y'all please go pre-order Acquired Taste now. Do it for me. Do it for me. Go to his uh, Instagram, too, Dustin Heron Music. And uh, if you will share... The post from Acquired Taste. Um, let me know. Tag me in it too. I want to see who does it. And maybe me and Dustin will, uh, you know, raffle some shit off for everybody that does that. We'll do something special for everybody that's actually listening. All right. Now, on to Saturday. Did the music video. We talked about the music video, about me and Brianna getting married. A lot of people on social media, it's already like at 1.5 million from the video we made. Uh, I'm going to play the song for y'all right now. But because it blew up already on TikTok and went viral and shit, uh, I thought I would give y'all a little bit of context. A lot of people are like, this is a trashy fucking wedding. Um, y'all guys all need to know. It was supposed to be a country wedding. But the whole video isn't there. The whole video is going to be where they ask for like 30 submissions. They ask for a shit ton of submissions or whatever. They ask for people to send in their wedding footage. J.C. Anderson is a guy that we all love that you guys might not know yet. Y'all make sure y'all go add uh, J.C. Anderson on all major platforms. J.C. Anderson Music. He's a guy who's been around for a little bit and he does not meet anybody doesn't end up loving this guy. A couple years ago, he ended up having throat surgery, and he's just now bouncing back from that. And um, this is like the first thing he's put out since then, I think. And he just got a publishing deal, and we got to go to his signing party and all that kind of stuff a couple months ago. I'm damn proud to call him my friend. So we did our best to get some folks from social media involved in this. And um, besides for that... Him just being a good father, a good man, uh, a good friend of mine. Lee Tucker and Justin Dukes and Blue Foley and JC wrote this song. And we're going to blow this motherfucker up over the summer. And we're going to make this like the wedding song of 2022 and moving forward. So I'm going to play it for you guys right now. And y'all remember where you heard it first. And make sure this song comes out in the next month or so. And I need all you guys... As soon as we start sharing it on social media, when you can pre-order it, and when the video's out, share the shit out of it. Pre-order it. 
and uh, be there for these guys. Because not everybody you're going to meet in music and in life is a good fucking person and deserves recognition. Everybody involved in this project is a good person and deserves to be recognized. You know, they're not fake. They're not pretend. They're good people. Don't just acknowledge the shitheads when it comes to music. Acknowledge the good folks. So, uh, I'm excited for y'all to hear this. So, here's J.C. Anderson with the worst day of the rest of your life. showed out and so did the crowd they've all come to see you from miles around the battles have been laid Ring bears on the way Before we do I got something to say
Tell me that ain't some pretty shit right there. Oh my god. Only bad thing is, is throughout that whole video, I had to be fucking sweet to Brianna. I'm still gagging from it. Uh, I told her throughout it. It was funny. Um, I hate Brianna so fucking much that I forget sometimes she's not like a, the ugliest woman ever. And I had to compliment her at one point in time to make her smile because she was, she was very uncomfortable throughout the video. She's never done anything like that before. It's one thing to do a fucking TikTok, but when you got to be like a, in a professional setting, um, she did very well. She did very well. She, uh, she gets on my fucking nerves more than she'll ever know, but she did very well for the video. So good job there, Bree. Um, but guys, whenever that comes out in a few weeks, please, 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 please share the shit out of it. These guys deserve it. Um, Lee Tucker, as all y'all know, he's my big brother. I love him to death. I do anything for him. Um, Justin Dukes is just a sweet little baby angel. And JC Anderson is just, he has some struggles with the throat surgery, having to be down for a long time, and now bouncing back, getting a pub deal, uh, and his deal and everything. Like, I want to see these fucking guys explode because they're good fucking guys. They're good fucking guys, man. And those are the kind of people that I want to push. Those are the type of guys that, guys or girls, that deserve, that deserve acknowledgement. And I couldn't be more proud for, to call these folks my friends. I love them to death. And I really want to see this blow up. So I'll be pushing this shit real, real hard the next couple of weeks. And uh, when it comes out, hey, you got to let me know what you think of the fucking video, by the way. I'm, uh, me and Brianna are the stars in it. Um, and also all the people that submitted their wedding videos, their $100,000 wedding videos and shit in it. Uh, that's what they did. I mean, they've got some fire ass videos that are going to go in it as well. And they're going to look good. That's why we didn't have to get, there were people like picking on it on TikTok and shit, saying that it looked trashy and all that. But, Y'all didn't see the concept of it. We didn't have to, they didn't have to spend a lot of money on it. It could be simple. Uh, matter of fact, it was supposed to be simple. And like, it's supposed to be simple. I love the fact that it's going to end up being simple. Uh, I made the joke several, several times throughout the day that if I ever. Uh, it's going to be the only time you ever probably got wedding footage of me anyway. Um, it's the only time you ever probably going to see me and Brianna dance. Uh, and then I think there were some really good moments. There were some really good moments from it. And uh, we had a titty almost fall out. Thanks, Anna. Um, I'm sure those are very nice titties, by the way. I think everybody's kind of let down. Uh <laughs> you'll have to watch the video to find out what i'm talking about or you can go look at the video on tiktok right now it's very at the very end of it whole titty almost popped out uh i got a place to catch it if it does darling right in my mouth uh see i'm supposed to be being serious but uh anyway uh i just want to thank then what did i do yesterday it seemed like i, I just recovered all day yesterday but this whole last trip to Nashville, guys, you know, I tell y'all this a lot. Um, I think Eddie and 
he got to see it more than anybody this time because Eddie's been around me a lot. It's a different way of life up there. And it's just because creativity drives, drives creativity. And when you're around other creative folks, you come up with good ideas. You come up with things that you would have never thought of before that work completely different. And I just fucking love being around. I was sad as fuck leaving this morning at 2.30. When uh, I had to hit the road, there's always a tear in my eye when I'm leaving. And when I was around the people that I was around this time, Travis and Caroline and little Miss Anna and Eddie and Ashley and Sean and Megan. I'm always around Dustin and Lee and Blaine and Sarah and Justin. Um, but JC and Blue, I could just keep naming names. I'm a good name dropper. Um, but it's just, you know, it's okay sometimes to get a new family. Your, your hometown family can be your hometown family. The people that you grew up with are always going to be your family. Cody Wiggins is always going to be my, my fucking guy. Neil Mullis around here is always going to be my guy. Chuck Winborn, Eddie who went up there, you know. But it's okay to introduce your old family to your new family sometimes. It doesn't make you love either one of them anymore, but sometimes you grow, sometimes you move on. Um, I'm stuck in the middle. If you don't know, a lot of people say, why don't you move to Nashville? I can't. I don't want to. Uh, I would fail because Gracie's not there. My mind would be, my, not just my mind, my heart would be in central Georgia still. And there's no way I could do my show. And there's just no way I could do my show in my heart still be in Georgia. No way. Um, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Because... Uh, I know that that's where I belong. And I want all you guys to find where you belong. I want all you guys to get out of your comfort zone. I want every one of you to take a chance on life. You got one fucking life. As cliche as it sounds, you can get busy living or you can get busy dying. This isn't a dress rehearsal. You got one chance at this shit. I said it before, I'll say it again. Life wasn't meant for you to work a nine to five. You're supposed to find love. You're supposed to laugh. You're supposed to live for extraordinary moments. Yeah, you got to make money. Yeah, you got to take care of your family. But at some point in time, you got to realize that life is about little happy moments. You've got to do something to make a lot of little moments in a couple really, really big moments. And that's what I do. That's what I do. There might not, not, might not be a lot of money in my bank account right now, but I got a whole lot of happiness in my damn heart. And I think that's what's important. And uh, I'm learning to love again. I'm learning to smile. I'm learning that fussing with a woman ain't the route I'm going to go. I'm learning that when uh, a woman aggravates the hell out of me, that uh, you can handle it a completely different way. Instead of hollering and bitching and fussing back at them, listening to them. I'm learning that, you know, there's certain ways you handle a situation. Instead of being an asshole. There's a lot of the times that 
growing up. Um, I could have stopped an argument with a woman, but instead I had to be fucking pig-headed and I had to be right. Sometimes, just listen, let them get it out, and then find a, a solution to the problem. Don't make the fucking problem worse. You know, it, it, youth and all you young guys out there, I'm going to tell you, learn that lesson a whole lot sooner than I did. Uh, but you learn the shit when you're supposed to learn it. But I'm going to get the hell out of here for tonight. I hope y'all enjoyed this show. Um, just a little recap and everything. And uh, I just want to thank again Mr. Bruce Thompson, Par Hopper Golf Apparel, Miss Ashley, uh, everybody that helped with this whole trip. Um, you guys are fucking amazing. Thank you so damn much. Make sure y'all get out here and vote for Mr. Bruce. Show him some support. And uh, y'all show some support for Miss Candace Taylor, too. She's, uh, she's about crazy as hell, but she's got a big-ass heart and a good damn person, y'all. Um... I don't know. She's she. Every time I say that uh, she scares the shit out of me, she ends up winning me a little bit more over when she comes in here. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe God does talk to her. Uh, she's a good person. Um, but also too, I say that because the other candidates they haven't came and talked to me. Maybe that's their fucking fault. And uh, shout out to Stacey Abrams for still running ads on my show. I got a message today from Clint Taylor. Uh, Clint, I saw it. I hadn't messaged you back yet, bud. Um, but, uh, yeah, fuck Stacey Abrams. You want to keep throwing your money at this show and me telling people what a dumbass you are? Uh, if you vote for Stacey Abrams, you're voting for our state to come a complete shithole ran by somebody that is just going to completely destroy our economy. Aaron Lewis actually talked about this to me, uh, on Monday. And it was very fucking awesome to know that, uh, that he even knew how fucking bad it was going to be if Stacey Abrams became uh, governor here. Um, I would say that was the highlight of my weekend, but it wasn't. There was uh, something way better, but uh, I'm going to keep that close to the chest for right now. Uh, so I just want to tell y'all that uh, it was an amazing trip, and I'm grateful for each and everybody that I met on this trip. It was, uh, it was just a fucking good time, y'all. Creative Vets, y'all keep doing what you're doing. Keep saving lives. I want you to know how special it is. And uh, I hope everybody that realizes that you can make a difference, one person can make a difference in somebody's life. You just got to put in the time and effort. And, uh, guys, I love y'all. Y'all have made a difference in my life. Share the show. Tell all your friends to download the show. Go to RaisingGraceStudios.com to buy some merch. And, by the way, I say this for the very end. Coming up Friday, because of what the Senate gave me, Mr. Bruce Thompson hooking me up with that, there's a new shirt that's coming out on the website. I said I was only going to do it for friends and family, but uh, everybody wants it, from my understanding. So there's going to be a shirt that comes out on Friday that has the wording from the resolution on the back of it and on the front it's going to have the Georgia State Senate logo, but it's going to have a little change-up on it, little change-up to the Josh Terry podcast. And uh, Jay Popper, thank you for doing that and all you've done for the show. And, uh, guys, I'm out of here. I love each and every one of y'all. God bless y'all. And uh, thank y'all for doing something that's made this old boy's heart uh, 
full. And for everybody who made this heart full in Nashville, thank y'all. God bless y'all. Y'all have a good night.